I'm Helani Ellis, and this is the Exceptional Admins Podcast, where I invite admins, executives, and influencers to come together in an intimate setting. The world for administrative professionals doesn't just involve basic tasks. It includes an array of requests, challenges, and triumphs. During each episode, you'll be a witness to candid conversations and hear and join in on many, many laughs. And for those that know me, it wouldn't be complete without thought-provoking moments. The distinguished guests sharing time with us during each episode believe in the admin profession and have much to contribute to the greater good of executives, their admins, and organizations. Now, let's get to today's topic. Calm, a sense of clarity, stress reduction, relaxation. These thoughts and many more like this are at the top of everyone's thinking. Hi everyone, I'd like to introduce you to an amazing brand. I'm honored to share that I know one of the co-founders of this brand because he was a past client of mine. Feels, F-E-A-L-S. It is a premium CBD company that delivers right to your doorstep. Now, for those new to CBD, despite similar chemical structure of CBD and THC, CBD doesn't have the same psychoactive effects. CBD is used to help with a variety of conditions, such as inflammation, pain, nausea, migraines, depression, anxiety, and it works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, air quotes, associated to it. Out the gate, branding was so on point. Colors, the materials, the write-up, everything about it was very exciting when my box arrived to my doorstep. So I received the Feels Flight Package and was excited to get started. I followed the very detailed instructions and was soon on my way to feeling relief. I was interested in testing the product for you guys because I wanted to know what the experience was like. I took it before bed and I also have been taking it to aid in feeling sore since having started a new workout regimen. I can say in knowing my client, this brand is backed by passion, commitment, and honesty. So for you to check out, to consider, to apply to your day-to-day, a natural way to feeling better, check out feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com. Ever an option. And here we are in the midst of, and you shared, you're working remotely for the first time in 30 years. Mm-hmm. Walk through us a little bit, showing some vulnerability if you're okay with like what's been a struggle for you and what have you kind of overcome? So it is definitely a different mindset. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. I've got a really fun guest today, someone that I met through the internet in 2018. She found my website. We had a call and we've stayed in touch throughout the years because she's not in Denver where I'm at. She's in beautiful Tennessee, which is where she's coming from uh, today to record this over Skype. Her name is Amy Reese, and I actually love the way she spells Amy, so we thank her parents for that. A-I-M-E-E. She's got such a bright personality, over 30 years of administrative experience, and we've got a series of questions. We may stick to the questions. We may take a great tangent based on the answers she gives and just the light and energy she brings and quite honestly, her love for this profession. So thank you, Amy, for spending some time with me today. Thank you for having me. So a lot of the admins that get to listen to this, 
they want to kind of know like, where did it start for other admins? And for you, I'd like to start there. Kind of what was your first role that was for your admin career that also connects to when you realize this is for me? So um, it was kind of funny because it was literally my first official job after I graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. Um, That's how I got into the office environment. Um, I was actually working kind of a weird shift. It was um, something new that the company wanted. Um, So I was working kind of like this split, like three to 10, which is, I know sounds very strange for an administrative position, but it was something new that they were trying. So that was my first exposure to, you know, being around some, you know, senior level um, actually doing some data entry for them, um, actually, you know, putting orders and stuff in. So it was kind of like a really low role, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed the fact that I was like learning and that I was like going to grow in the, in the, in the position. And at that time it was actually just a temp position. Mm. So it wasn't even like, I wasn't even truly hired by the company. It was just a temporary position, um, which at that point, um, you know, most, most temp positions, they only last for so long, but I was there for about a year. Nice. as a temp. So, so you um, proved yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I went on to stay pretty much in this industry um, after that. So you're, you're talking like, boom, right out the door of high school. Wow. And you I just started. Mm-hmm. I love it. And it's interesting because we won't age you or me, but I've talked about <laughs> my age on other episodes. Uh, there's been a lot of evolution from when you started that role you've described mm-hmm. to kind of where we're at today. And you actually just told me before we started recording, you were in the middle of a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> and you lost internet Yep. and you had to go and switch to your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. that would not happen at the beginning of your career, but no. way to pivot, way to pivot. So I'm excited to kind of get down to a few tips and tricks and habits. Uh, you know, going on to the next thing, when you were there a year, did you go beyond that year? Did you transition to something next? How did that go for you? So I actually um, left that company because once the position, once the assignment was over, mm-hmm. um, it, they, I just kind of moved on. And then I actually went into just a normal um, office job. Okay. Um, and this was when we had, uh, <laughs> this was when the computers were first coming out where, you know, you had the lovely box with the the beautiful black screen and the, the orange, <laughs> yes, and the green bar paper mm-hmm. and stuff printed. So mm-hmm. this was my first um, real one where I actually sat outside of the executives at that time. It was cubicles, so we sat sure. up. I sat in a cubicle and got my exposure to you know taking phone calls, screening. Um, but back then, obviously, you know, we still had typewriters. Right. Um, we still had to write everything down. Um, we didn't have, you know, the fancy word PowerPoint and all that stuff. So, you know, a lot of photocopying, um, yeah. filing, a lot of filing. <laughs> For those of reminiscing, they're like, yeah, we still have to do a little bit of that, but nearly not yes. as much. Yeah. So that was my next one. And then it's just kind of, and I was there for probably about two years. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I just, you know, I just kept gradually kind of moving. And, um, you know, with that, you know, technology has changed Mm -hmm. uh, totally 100% the way that an administrative professional has to do their job is not the same as when I first started in any way, shape, or form. Right. And it's interesting for the sake of the life you've had within this career, which is more than your life on this earth. Uh, it's a powerful thing to be able to talk about the, when I was this age and this part in my career, when you think about being exposed to what is what we kind of understand today, 
do you remember kind of working and moving and transitioning to the benefits of these technical solutions that we have now and thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be so powerful? Yes, it's actually, it definitely has made um, things a lot easier. It's actually, you know, you're more organized, you can stay on top of things, um, you can be more creative. Um, it's also much easier. You don't lose, like, you know, when you're filing stuff, it's really easy for other people to get in there, lose that piece of paper, then you've lost Mm -hmm. everything. And now with everything being in the cloud and us being able to, you know, you have more, you're not Mm -hmm. losing the stuff. I mean, you definitely, definitely have like that backup and that security a hundred percent. Uh, and your beautiful dog is making sure he's the guest on the show too. No, he's fine. He's fine. Your beautiful Husky. So that brings up my next question. We have the word habits, right? And we think about good habits. We think about not such good habits. And can you recall a habit? And I have one for myself. Can you recall a habit that you started kind of your career with that you still do today? So the one thing that I still do today that a lot of people don't is I still write everything down. Oh my God. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I cannot. Yep. I, for the one thing, I mean, I have tried a to-do list. uh, I've tried every to-do list out there. I've tried every app, but Mm -hmm. unfortunately the easiest thing for me, because I'm a very visual person is Mm -hmm. I have pen and paper Yeah, and I still write all of that down. Yeah, I talk to a lot of admins and my thing was going to be the way I actually take notes is still the same way I did it in 1999. And here we are in the year 2020. And so it's evolved better since then. I have uh, visual shortcuts. There's a lot of research that I'm personally doing right now actually about like writing things down and the elevation and retention and recall when you write it down. And when I hear admins struggling sometimes, I'm like, well, of course you forgot about it. You've got so many balls in the air, including glass balls and rubber balls. Like you need to catch it all. You got to write it down and put it on Mm -hmm. paper. And I know that there's a transition, especially with my assistant. She likes to type a lot of stuff. She's faster with typing than writing. She can search for it. And that totally makes sense. But there has to be some sort of repository to collect the information. Because then if you have to flip pages, which is really big for me when I was working in the late 90s, if I had to go back a few days to say, no, actually, we did complete that, I have mm-hmm. it written down. Mm-hmm. And it's not just my voice saying I did it. It's the actual, look, I did it. Here's the notes. We completed it. And here's, you know, this This is what I do when I'm done with something. Oh, okay, so it's done. That was also a, a time where, you know, things were just very different. No slack and stuff like that. Yep. <laughs> uh, so you've, you've mentored admins a lot throughout your career. You know, you've got a lot to offer and connected to that which is from your soft skills side is passion. Can you walk us through kind of like a maybe mentorship success story that kind of puts you in an organic position of you like helping people? We could use the word coach, but you like helping people. Talk to me a little bit about that. So um, normally when, um, I mean, obviously I've hired uh, (laughs) a lot of assistants over the years. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times um, in my Um, previous, what I would do is I would, it was a great entry level for people who were just starting out. So like they just graduated from college. So there was, I actually have two of them that I hired to work underneath me and I worked with them just to basically teach them the basic skills, you know, answering the phones, how to take minutes, you know, being there, being present. But they, I knew when I hired them that administrative professional was not going to be their career. So 
they had out, went to school for something else, but unfortunately, like with most, when they come out, they can't get into their field because they don't have office experience. <laughs> True story. Yes. So it's like, I'm always willing to, I, it doesn't matter to me. Like I mm-hmm. knew that I wasn't going to keep them. Yes. I'm putting a lot of training and time into them, but I'd rather see them move in the company and do what they want than us to lose someone. Right. So two people that um, came in marketing degrees. Yeah. So both of them had marketing degrees. One was in communication. The other was in um, agriculture. So all I did was basically, you know, teach them the basic office skills. They kind of got a feel for how to work with different managers, the VPs. So they got to see that whole dynamic. Mm -hmm. And then they stayed on my team for probably about two years. And then after that two years, then we, um, then we actually transitioned them in the company. Mm-hmm. They were actually able to move and stay in the company. Nice. And one of Got them went grooming. In, yeah, yeah. One actually went to be like our communications manager. The oh. other one wound up being over an entire division of mm-hmm. the feed. Mm-hmm. So it was just them coming in and learning those basic skills and getting a little bit underneath their belt. Mm-hmm. And then they were able to actually then incorporate their degree and move on in the company. The one um, girl is actually still with the company. That's great. And the, the other one actually just left. And she is actually in a major, um, she's like the director of economic development for one of the counties. <gasps> wow. So it's like, a, it is a big deal because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, all I basically did was just bring them in, show them the basic skills and then just kept them right on going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's what I like doing is like, I know right away, they're never, ever going to stay. They're like, mm-hmm. this is not, they're, this is not their passion, but right. it's a great start. I mean, I have a girl right now who has zero office experience mm-hmm. and I'm just showing her that. I mean, and I know she's going to be leaving me, which is fine, sure. but it gets sure. that under there and she's learning, you know, just that little bit of, you know, having it on her resume so she can mm. show that she worked in an office Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's something beautiful. And I was actually thinking about this this morning. So it's really neat that this is coming up. There's the word leadership, mentor, and then role model. There's a part of being a role model, you know, do what you say. And there's something really neat about, and they'll never forget you, right? You took the extra time to answer their questions. And yes, obviously that fills you up. Right. And all of the return on that is non-monetary, which is so powerful and feeling called, feeling that, that being called to serve constantly. And it's really interesting for the sake of, you could almost be any one of those three, a mentor, a role model, you know, and definitely a leader and leader doesn't happen a lot for the administrative profession, just because there's a ton of mis information and understanding of the profession, which always puts me on a soapbox of excitement to mm-hmm. positively invest in the professionals out there that, you know, you don't understand it. Right. Just like they look at a Tesla and they're like, Oh, it's a really great car. It's sleek and it's great, but I don't think I'm going to have it. I don't think it's for me. And, um, yeah, it's very interesting when you think of the role model and the stuff that you've done, which to connect to that is you actually made a LinkedIn course, I have it up actually here on my screen, that has over 64,000 views and using it through Linda, L-Y-N-D-A.com. And I've actually mentioned that platform before. It's a really great place to go show up and get introduced to just such a plethora of courses. And it's, uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. It's, 
um, 44 minutes in length. So that's not too long. You can pause and start because I've done Linda courses before. And especially right now through COVID-19, you know, we're recording this in the middle of May. I, you said that you're getting more interactions with that. Talk to me about that a little bit. Yes. I've noticed that since um, most of us, including myself, mm-hmm. are currently working remotely, um, yeah. which, you know, is not the norm. Normally we're in the office um, every day. And uh, I have gotten a lot more people that have reached out to me because they're taking the time to kind of go through and they want to um, broaden. They want to learn more. Um, They want to see what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. And so I've been getting a lot of um, messages through my LinkedIn of saying, hey, I just completed your course, would really Mm -hmm. like to connect, um, have some additional questions. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you've been doing this for long. How have you managed to stay, you know, balanced? More Great like, you know, word. How, yeah. yeah. How have you been able to maintain? Because, you know, obviously, um, when you get to a certain level, especially sea level, um, it is much harder for you to balance your career and home a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, I'm obviously still doing it. And mm-hmm. so it's it's been it's definitely been a change, but I, I, I think it's great because it's showing that people are really wanting to expand and learn more about the profession. Yeah. And I can say amen to that with the work that I do and the touch points I'm constantly one asking for and two being asked to have, there is a lot of interest around it because there are a lot of ambassadors for it yourself, me, and so many others that are trying to put a spotlight and also add the education to it. And no one of us is better than the other. We're all on the same freeway in our own lane, just really trying to create a sense of understanding and excitement around it, which is really great because it's not a role that will die. Uh, And although we were talking for a moment, we'll park here for a second. I say often when I'm talking to clients and building job descriptions, what is the remote option? And it's never an option. And here we are in the midst of, and you shared, you're working remotely for the first time in 30 years. Mm-hmm. Walk through us a little bit, showing some vulnerability, if you're okay, with like what's been a struggle for you and what have you kind of overcome? So it is definitely a different mindset. Because um, mm-hmm. when you're in the office, you have access to everything. Um, mm-hmm. And plus also, too, is administrative professionals are social. Like at social yeah. that they interact personally face to face with everyone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, taking them out of that environment and putting you home where you don't have quite that interaction, um, it does take some adjustments. So I think for me more is, is that I can't just walk down the hallway yeah. and sit and have a conversation with someone. So I've had to, you know, kind of redo things a little bit. Um, you know, obviously we're using Skype for mm. our calls. Um, you know, we do have a whole lot more, I think, conference calls than we would have before. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had to change the way that we, you know, I would say train, do things. Um, normally we would just, you know, like I said, we would, we would be meeting together and we would come up with a plan and then we would, you know, execute that. But now we have to, we've had to change things a little taking bit. Taking a little longer. It's taking on some things it has taken a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say is that it definitely has those that haven't embraced, say, using the cloud mm. or the OneDrive or things like that. They've actually had to because that's really the way you, that have no you, option. you, you don't really have an option at this point yeah. because, you know, it's not like I can just take a piece of paper to sure. someone. 
So you definitely have to, you know, utilize the tools that are out there. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we have a SharePoint site that I created and um, we use that a lot because that way everyone has, you know, they can get to the files, they can get to what they need. So Mm -hmm. it's just basically it's this kind of embracing the technology that you have, what's available, um, being very open to, you know, using it and coming up with a solution that works best for you. Um, my environment is still the same. Um, I have my dual monitors. I have my printer. Um, you know, so I have every, I have all my well, tools. You're an assistant. You're prepared. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I have everything. Yeah. I knew when I let, when they told me I was going to be working from home, I'm like, okay, well, these are the things I need to yeah. effectively do my job from home. <laughs> right. Right. And for you, you mentioned you've gained back two hours each day because of your commute. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. And actually, um, the, not only the commute, but I would say also to the stress level of not yeah, having yeah. to deal with that traffic and, you know, get to work. And uh, that actually has helped, too. I mean, because I don't I don't have to. Um, I've mm-hmm. actually found probably that's two hours of my day that I now have to myself. Yes. <laughs> yep. I, it's two hours. Have you been able to shut it off? Like I'm wondering for you, you know, you've lived and breathed this career for so long, right? So mm-hmm. you've got some really great efficiencies. You could do your job really well and maybe a condensed amount of time, but not to say that there's lack of value and you're needing to be on. Are you able to actually clock out? I do. Or do you struggle I, with that a little? Nope. Um, one thing I have always done um, is I wanted to make sure that um, my time is my time. Mm. So when, when my day ends, it ends. Um, you know, mm. I'm not saying that if something, you know, like an emergency or something like that comes up, yes, I might check my phone or whatever, but pretty much like I have got my schedule set. I get up at a certain time. I stop at a certain time. I take the last hour of the day, hour and a half to basically, I, I mean, I'm honest. I mean, I, that's when I exercise. Yeah. That's my time to myself. That's when I work out. I work out at the very end of the day before my husband gets home. And then that way I'm present for him for the rest of the evening. Mm-hmm. But I've also done something for myself. So it's just yeah. finding that what works best in my schedule. Yeah. And I say harmony really is the replacement of work life balance. Balance is like having a teeter totter. And I've got mm-hmm. my pen up and we're looking at each other through Skype. <laughs> you can't really find, you know, mm-hmm. we are we both the same weight? Are we both the same height? It's just kind of impossible. So mm-hmm. your work life and your um, your work part and your life part, they're not equal. So to try to really find that balance on that teeter totter is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. So much like a figure eight, right? That's where that harmony sort of sits. And when you can shift the way that you think about what you're supposed to be doing every day, it helps you digest kind of like the ups and downs of your day. Yes. Uh, so that's really cool. And a bit connected to that, you know, you're mentioning harmony, and being a whole professional and working out, I happen to follow Amy on Instagram. You guys need to follow her. She's great. She's doing a lot of fitness stuff. So it's been really motivating. Uh, and I got my workout in this morning, as I mentioned before <laughs> I started recording and yours is coming this afternoon. Do you have some true tips that you're like, that really helps me stay positive. That really helps me give myself grace. When you think about you're a whole person right? Mm -hmm. Not just an executive assistant with that label. And as I did just say, just an executive assistant, you're not only that, right? You're a variety of things. What sort Mm -hmm. of thoughts do you have about habits and grace for being, you know, a a tenured professional and also human being? So obviously early on in my career, it was, um, it is different. Um, 
but as I've gotten, you know, used to different styles of personalities, um, the one thing I can tell you that is I don't take things personal. Mm, That's beautiful. So, you know, I don't care what, I don't care what senior level executive manager, everyone is entitled to a bad day. (laughs) And I mean, and it happens. We we all have them. I mean, everyone has them. I mean, so a lot of times, especially when, you know, obviously we're remote, it's a little bit different, but when you're in the office, normally if someone's having a bad day, your manager, they may take it out on you a little bit, but in different ways. So the big thing is, is that you have to look at the circumstance and be like, okay, they were in this really horrible meeting. You're the first person that they see because you're trying to get something done for them, they're probably going to be a little little bit short or curt with you, but it's not, don't take it personal because it's not actually aimed at you. And the other thing too, is that when you don't take it personal and you remain positive in your own self, it actually helps because it actually calms the manager down. It makes the situation better and you are so much more productive. So I 100% just have I have a positive mindset. I mean, I just, I don't do negativity. I'm not going to, um, I don't have a place for it in my life Mm -hmm. and therefore I'm not going to let it come in. Um, a really good friend of mine uh, years ago, um, he would call those people energy vampires. (gasps) So energy vampires. That is powerful. Yep. So in my mind, I'm like, I don't have room for Mm -mm. vampire. I'm not going to let them take my positive energy or take that from me. So therefore it's like, oh, I'm just going to let it brush off my shoulder. So well, it's almost like a wonder woman shield, mm-hmm. right? And yep. you just like, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm still in the same. Sadly, we can't do this right now. Physical spaces you, but I have a little bit of a shield. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do sort of your non empathetic, compassionate comment to me. Cause I know it's not about me. Right. I love that. That's yep. a really great piece of advice. And I know for a lot of the admins I talk to, there's always this, I'm not appreciated or I'm not given the opportunity to kind of be respected. It's, it's not that it's not you, uh, for the most part, some have bad habits and that creates a bit of an issue, but for the most part, and you've talked, you're talking about it, but, and you said it with circumstance, you genuinely have as a person and human being an opportunity to have control of what's Mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's powerful. Uh, can you, I was just thinking as a funny story, obviously not breaching any confidentiality as gatekeepers. Do you have a funny story of a really big mistake you made or a funny request an executive called on you that you can come up quickly to share? These fun (laughs) stories are always great. So, um, yes, they are. Uh, (laughs) I can see your face. Sorry, you guys can't see your face, but she's ready. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so obviously most, and and I know things have changed, but obviously when, you know, I've always sent emails on behalf of the person that I've worked for, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and also too, they get thousands and thousands of emails, you know, and you have this big list. So, um, I will never forget. Um, and this is the first time I ever did it and the last, last, I wouldn't say the last, because let me just tell you, once an email is sent, you cannot get it back. Um, but I actually, um, responded to the wrong email. Oh, yes. Yes. So I, they came in and I had to, you know, basically what I was trying to do is I was trying to forward the email to someone else with what was going on in the situation. Instead, I hit reply. (laughs) So my whole, 
the whole thing where basically I was saying, okay, well, this person is not actually being factual. They're not actually telling the whole story. I was trying to put the information in the email so that I could send it on to the person so they knew and then they could contact them instead of hit reply, put all of that in an email. And I thought I was going to die. I mean, it was literally like, because once I hit send, you were and like, then I went, and then I was like, oh my gosh, I better check that. When the sent items, and I could just, I mean, literally, I died. felt yeah. I could have died. You totally I mean, could have died. Point, yep. Called yeah, so, under your desk, day yes. over. And it's interesting. I was just writing down as you were just describing what I clearly knew it was going to be a, a bad situation. Outlook played a, plays a joke on us that mm-hmm. recall. It doesn't work. Yes. (laughs) It does not work. I could see the IT guys. Yeah. Let's get for those executive assistants that recall and outlook for an email. (laughs) Save them. Ha ha ha. It's not going to. Yeah. I've used that actually once or twice. And it, it, luckily, um, it wasn't what you've described, but it was still an embarrassing situation of where I was like, yeah, I think I probably needed to rewrite that. And I've actually adopted a rule where the importance, right? When you know your VIPs, when you know your stakeholders, and I still do this today, again, being a habit for so long now, we did have email in 1999 when I was working as a personal and executive assistant. And I didn't have this habit then. And when I kept having an issue or making a mistake, I was like, this is not good for my brand. This like, I'm known for that girl that might make that mistake or have that type. I'm like, what can I do? And there is a control function and option function, depending on what type of platform PC or a Mac that I actually option or click through every word as I'm reading it to myself out loud. And if I've done that like six times or more, I just take a 60 second break and then come back to it. Um, That has helped me save my own tushy. And truth be told, I actually didn't do that on an email I sent before we started recording and there was a typo. So (laughs) don't make mistakes. I'm I'm still human. Uh, So just kind of wrapping out our time here, this has been so fun. I I would love to know any sort of closing thoughts, you know, knowing that we were spending time in the audience, our admins, our people, we are a unique family of professionals. What would be some thoughts that you want to leave them with? Uh, the one thing I can say is that um, really be open to new suggestions. Um, be open to new technology. Um, embrace it. Uh, and also, too, you might be in this industry for 15 or 20 years, but it doesn't mean that you can't learn from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, we're constantly evolving. There's several generations that are in the administrative professional now. We can all learn from each other. Um, and also too, it's just, you know, embrace that. Yes. Someone has been in here for 30 some years, but they may have a trick or a way that they do things that you don't know. Um, and they don't teach being an administrative professional in college. It right. is definitely hands on. So definitely tap into those that have the experience. If you're struggling, um, if you have a new, you know, program that you're using and are struggling, tap into maybe the younger generation and ask them to help because they actually that's what they, they're using. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're just getting introduced to it, but they've actually been using it. So mm-hmm. it's just really, you know, stay, and also just stay positive. Um, you know, don't take, whatever you do, don't take it personal. Um, if you need to vent, um, you know, find your, you know, your spouse or something. Um, you know, when you get to a C-level, um, you know, you're in a massively confidential position. So you have a little more on your plate. So sometimes you do need that extra person just to kind of relieve some of that stress. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but otherwise, you know, just, you know, don't, don't overstress and don't overthink. 
Yeah. And that can get us in trouble sometimes as well as hold us up. Well, Amy, thank you so much. This has been a really fun conversation. I'm looking forward to the listeners joining us during this conversation when this releases. Thank you for your time. Thank you. I don't even know where to begin. We covered so much thought provoking laughter and just great conversation. Thanks so much for listening. Have an awesome day. Remember, you're the reason you get up every day and work as hard as you do. Do things for you, your executive, and your organization. And remember, it's all worth it.